Man, what is up? This is Dallas, the host of the podcast. Welcome to Day 12, so Seals for Dummies podcast. Um, in this podcast episode, uh, I kind of want to talk about, go over a little discussion I had recently with my girlfriend and discuss how it kind of applies to social skills. Um, to be honest, like, you know, it's really about ecosystems and environment and how really you cannot have, you know, extroversion or charisma or riz or social skills at all and how an environment can make you go from zero to hero like an environment can give you you know the ability with time or can give you the juice um so you know i'm not completely fleshed out with this podcast episode idea because i've been focused on a lot of other things lately you know to be honest my mind has just been completely wandering but you know i want to start off like talking about some of my personal experiences you know um you know, just because you might relate to these personal experiences. I said in the past podcast episode, you know, like a lot of a lot of us are quote unquote shy or timid because we grew up in, you know, environments or with parents or people around us that couldn't handle who we were. You know, uh, we were highly creative, abstract, um, loud, beautiful individuals. You know, um, and a lot of our parents might have been young. A lot of our parents might have been stressed. A lot of our parents might have been poor. A lot of our parents might have been distracted with work. And they couldn't maintain, you know, or or beyond maintain, cope with or grow or thrive in an environment with children who were who were children, who were people, human beings who were the beauty that were created by God or the world or whoever the hell. They couldn't, main, you, know, you know, they couldn't deal with that in their lives. And so a lot of us are shy and timid because in order to actually coexist, our parents made us low maintenance. You know, every time you spoke up, every time you had a desire or opinion, you know, because of their own insecurities, because of their own desires to control, uh, you know, they, they, they beat you into submission. You know, every time you would say something, they would criticize you or say what you were saying was stupid or, you know, or, uh, you know, criticize the way you dress, the way you walk, the way you wear, because of all these fears and insecurities in their heart. Um, and because, you know, every time you shine, you know, it provoked an insecurity. It provoked, oh, a fear. Oh, this might happen. This might happen. And they didn't know how to deal with that. And so they made you low maintenance. They made you not expressive. They made you quiet. They made you out of the way so that they themselves would avoid hassle and you and therefore them uh, vicariously would avoid trouble. Um, that's a lot of the experience we went through, man. A lot, like a lot recently in the last few days, I, I was kind of thinking about like, I actually, I cried like in the bathroom recently, like thinking about like how much this experience has weighed on me. You know, you know, there's a lot of times, you know, even in my Tina, especially my Tina, when I would like talk to my parents about things, you know, um, I would tell them about something I thought was cool or they would be speaking on a situation in the past and I would, I would, I would add my little two cents. Um, and they just made me out to feel so stupid a lot of the times they made me out like to feel like what I was saying was like crossing the line or I was stepping out of line or it was ridiculous or something like that and you know like I just wanted to share you know and I grew up in a way where I never had praise or validation or recognition or ever felt like anyone's listening to me and so you know everything in my life was like man I want to share you know I want you to think something of me I want you to notice I'm here and every time I just was made to feel so stupid and dumb because of it or, or or like i shouldn't have done it you know um and so we do this complex mental math you know to calculate what are the comments what are the small peaks of high interest 
um, or, or high maintenance that I can display that'll actually give me reward. Like, where is it that I can speak up? Where is it that I can actually say something without it being too controversial or dangerous? And so a lot of us growing away where we build these personalities out of survival and, and to be low maintenance and low hassle for other people. And it's, you know, it, 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 it stunts our social progress. It stunts our social skills, therefore. And what, what manifests on the other end is just shyness, just timidness that we call or, or what we call introversion. Um, and that's a lot of our struggles. Um, I remember, you know, on the other side of things growing up and growing out of that and this is where the second leg of the conversation you know takes place you know I was having a conversation with my girlfriend the other day and we were riding in the car and um she had just came back from an acting event um she's an actor and you know she was basically having this experience where she realized there's a, a fracture there's a differentiation between the artist self and the industry um she was basically saying like there's you know we can do what we do for merits we can do what we do for rewards we can use everything inside of us to get somewhere in life to pimp it or there's a separate thing like we can do it for the craft itself we can do that for the practice itself we can do that you know because there's another reason and you know for the other you know for the other reason that most people don't realize you know to share something with the world to take people from one state to the next from low energies to high energies with his art we can literally plug into something beyond us and bring this beauty to the world and change the world therefore change the world because of what's inside of us um you know and i, I was i was kind of sharing like you know um you know whereas two people you know my, my two cents to the conversation was whereas you know, many people think that their talents, their art, the, the beauty that's inside of them contrasts with the industry, contrasts with capitalism. And I was just sharing that it actually is supplemented by capitalism. You know, um, you know, capitalism amplifies a lot of the arts, the talents and the beauties and our connection to the beyond. You know, uh, it, it, it amplifies our energy and enables us to do it. Um, and, you know, it's actually a beautiful synergy between these two things. Um, Whereas a lot of people think it takes away from it, detracts from it. They think they're artists in the industry and the industry is kind of crippling them. But the way I kind of proposed it was like, think about it, in, you know, in any other industry, in any other regard, you know, when you share energy, energy is supposed to come back. There's supposed to be an ecosystem. There's supposed to be a reward um, so that you can continue to go on. Everything's supposed to be cyclical. But in any other system other than capitalism, you know, you put out energy, you put out ideas, you put out thoughts and you can't you know uh graduate you know, graduate you can't um receive from those things that you put out um in an equal you know equal or better way you know nothing is allowed to come back let's say it's like socialism or monarchy or something you put out energy you put out beauty you create and creation cannot come back you know at least in monetary forms um it cannot sustain you because you know the the ecosystem is being maintained by a king or monarch or government or whatever else in the world um and so you know, I think, you know, a lot of the, the merits and the rewards and success in life, you know, is amplified by the system we live in. But it also follows like it follows the energy, you know, as energy goes higher, as beauty goes higher, as connection to source, as talent goes higher. Um, I think the more we reap from life, you know, and that's just been what I've noticed in my own life as my energy has fluctuated throughout time, like I'm experiencing very low energy right now. But in the past where I experienced high pockets of energy, everything in life was just beautiful. Everything in life was just effortless. Like for me to make this podcast episode this morning, I had to actually think. The last two days, I couldn't make a podcast episode at all. But in the past, you've seen I just made it consecutively, 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 back to back to back to back. Um, and so, you know, I think, you know, rewards 
follow high energy, high connection to source, high connection to the world, um, results, the things you want out of life. It follows this. Social ability is directly correlated with your with the energy that you maintain in your body and in your life. Um, your connection to what's beyond us. Um, your ability to create and be creative and to win, therefore, is connected to all these things. Um, and so he was kind of telling me, like, well, you know, I, I don't agree with that at all. And the reason why I don't agree with that is you look at people who have, you know, possess, you know, obviously attachment to something that's beyond us. You know, they attach, you know, to, to you know, they had you know, they display it through their creativity and their great talent. And a lot of these times these people are snubbed. A lot of these times these people aren't recognized. A lot of times these people aren't rewarded. Um, and, you know, on, on the other hand, there are people who have no talent, you know, or they may have, you know, half the talent or not as much talent. Maybe they don't have no talent, but they have half as much talent, you know, and they're, they're, they're selling like millions and millions of copies in there. They're superstar roles and they're super recognized, you know, um, and, and she would say like, like think of like the Marvel films. You know, like they're not the best pieces of cinema or Avatar, something like that. They're not the best pieces of cinema, 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 cinema. But you know, they're the most highly recognized, and they do the most numbers in the theaters time and time again. And you know, I was saying like, yeah, I can agree. Like the actors in these roles, the actors in these positions, uh, you know, obviously they're A-list actors. Obviously they're great talents, but their talents aren't really displayed in the in in that particular role or by that particular script. Um, you know, but I said, I want you to think about it, you know, think about the overall energy, the overall expertise, the overall connection to source that was demonstrated by the team of people that went into the film. You know, a lot of, I mean, first off, you know, all the underrated films, quote unquote, that people talk about the underrated talents and the underrated gems. These people are all well off. These people are all millionaires. These people are all rich. These people are all renowned. These people are all, you know, recognized by some pocket in the world and celebrated. Therefore, they all have, no matter who it is that you point out. Maybe they not might not have not they they might not have as much. But even in terms of not having as much, think about what they're up against. Just look at something like the budget that went into something like a Marvel film, and then judge the outcome by the budget. Not just by the budget and the money, but consider where the money as a currency went into, you know. Um, and so if you think about it, it's not just like talent versus talent, acting versus acting, script versus script. Um, there's much more that goes in the films. And what big films, I think, do very well is they, they have a large ecosystem of, of energy just working in one direction, one path one way and so what you have to consider when you think about films like avatar for me that that film blew my mind the first one because it was like the first 3d film that was really like man this is really a 3d film like it, the, the experience it was crazy so think about all the sound people were behind the scenes they're at the height of their craft they're at the height of ingenuity at the height of creativity and they're performing their hearts out they're connected to the higher power they're connected to the source and they're pushing out energy into this project think about all the engineers all the coloring people all the people who do the special effects and fx and all that as well as the script writers as well as all the actors as well as all the directors think about all the pas think about the pure amount of energy that's flowing through a set for like a marvel movie think about all the entire ecosystem and the actions that go into it, and then compare that to maybe your favorite film. Maybe the actor or the actress in that film and some of the other actors are actually are, are in the script writer are of high levels of energy. Maybe they have a connection to the source and they're pushing out creativity, pushing out something divine. Therefore, 
but you know they're individuals and think about how individuals always compare to teams and so you can have something like a marvel film maybe you put an actor in a marvel film or any other film that's big and people don't think the actor was you know very very good think about how they may not have talent yes but they're made to look like a superstar or they become superstars through the ecosystem of talent and the energy that they vicariously very vicariously possess because it's swirling around them even outside of it think about the like the level of energy of the distribution chain of the interviewers of the the you know the 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 people who are interacting with the film but are not directly part of it um it all comes together in a whirlwind and so there's this entire ecosystem that's working and moving in a singular direction and that's what's powerful that's what a company is it's an ecosystem of energy all producing and working for one result and when you combine one or two or three or four people you know everything changes therefore and so this relates to social skills because you know when you're young your ecosystem is going in the wrong direction and so it pushes you into submission it pushes you so much further back um i had i have to send a text to my girlfriend she's calling me um you know, I had a, you know, well, I have a friend. I was gonna say I have a friend. I have a friend, man, and you know, you know, he lives up north. His name's Vernon, man. You know, one of my closest homies. Um, love that dude to death. I haven't heard from him in a long time because you know we're working on separate things. But there was a time in my life where we would call every Sunday and Wednesday, and you know, and and then and then those calls ended. And I realized shortly after those calls ended, you know, changes in my own state, changes in my own level of energy. Um, I don't feel necessarily as sharp, as clear, or as energetic as I did then. You know, my ability and my results in life, I don't feel, are as great as they were then. And I have to figure out, obviously, how to self-generate these things. You know, that's what life is all about. But it's much easier when you're plugged into an ecosystem and you can borrow from the energy. And so, what I'm offering to you here in this episode is, you know, a lot of us... You know, uh, we might go out to learn social skills. We might l go out to practice and get better at these things. But one, you know, it's about removing the trauma and stepping into your natural extroversion. Yes, but it's a lot easier to do that when there are people around you that supplement that idea, where there are sources of energy around you that kind of fill you with the energy that kind of are moving in the same direction and kind of serve as a powerhouse for you to adapt. I mean, to adopt the energy of in in. And, and, and to kind of move forward with you know um everything's better when you add more people of the same mission or of, or, or better missions or of higher calibers you need around you i mean there's somebody that messaged me on fiverr recently um asking me to help them out uh with their social skills and you know i, I didn't do the order but he said one of the reasons why he was struggling with was was his family and i'm like yeah probably you know I mean, just looking at it, it it probably was your family and i say that because you know ecosystem is one of the most important things you know you're either moving against the current or moving with the current and when most more people you know multitudes of people with the same mission link up and they're moving in a singular direction they're moving with the current of life there's nothing more powerful it's almost the easiest shortcut in order to 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 be social you know, to, is to join the rising tide that raises all ships. You have to be in an ecosystem that powers you up. Even me and myself last year working in a casino alongside my friend Vernon, alongside other friends that I had or have in the casino, you know, um, 
you know, I am obviously myself, but you know, when I get in that environment and you know, they're hyping me up or, or they're telling jokes and there's just this energy, this upward spiral in a room, you know, I'm almost 10 times myself or 20 times myself because not only did I put energy into the environment, but it comes back to me. I can borrow off the energy and that ecosystem, that cycle, it speeds up, it becomes more powerful and it becomes almost like a whirlwind. Um, and it pushes you to the next level. And so if you want to become more extroverted, you have to get around the right crowds. You have to get around the right people. Now, I know it's like a catch-22. It's like, oh, well, I am introvert. How do I get around the right crowds? I have to get around the right people. But you have to build enough energy on your own in order to contribute to that ecosystem. And then you'll fit in like a puzzle piece and it'll all just click from there. It builds upon itself time by time. You have to start with being social enough gathering enough energy by following the seven steps go to www.socialskillsfordummy.com slash seven steps on march 14th um you can download the seven habits uh www.socialskillsfordummies.com slash seven habits not seven steps seven habits the number seven um and you can experience this uh firsthand but you have to build enough energy and then step by step by step by step you know uh uh immerse yourself in 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 an ecosystem in a life that you know propels you and powers you forward so everything's about teams everything's about ecosystems and even when you lack yourself or someone in a team lacks themselves you know they can often be propelled to the next level or at least create the illusion that they're on the next level uh or well it's not creating the illusion they or temporarily become the next level by the sheer force of the environment um so if you want to win get around winners so it really is that simple. I don't have much else to say in this podcast. So I thank you so much for listening. www.socialskillsfordummies.com slash seven habits, not seven steps, seven habits. You'll be able to download the seven habits on March 14th. These are the 30 day challenge where I'm actually going through the seven habits and defining which ones work the best for bringing you to your natural extroversion. So far, uh, it's been good. You know, I've had almost a complete 180, a complete tailspin in my life. Um, it's been insane, but I'll update you more on that tomorrow. This is day 12. Tomorrow will be day 13. I'll see you then. Thank you so much for listening. This is Social Skills for Dummies, and this is Dallas. I'll see you in the next episode.